Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. Church. 
Please join me in a word of prayer. Gracious God, this is the day that you have made. Give us the grace to raise our voices in glad worship of you, the God who makes, redeems, and sustains us. In Jesus' name, amen. Please stand as we sing the, the song, Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise. Dear friends, when we're honest with ourselves, we become more aware of our frailty and our sin. In this moment, let us come before God, honest about who we are and confident that we can trust in God's mercy and grace. Pray with me using the words printed in your bulletin. Gracious God, we fail to trust you with our whole hearts and too often rely on our own insight. We ask that you would acknowledge us, forgive us, and once again make our path straight.
Friends in Christ, hear this good news. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In him there is mercy, forgiveness, and hope. In him we are forgiven and free. Thanks be to God. Amen. Might be worth uh, naming the obvious. I am not Pastor Don or Pastor Lucas or Charles. Uh, Neither is my wife Mary. Uh, This week, uh, our pastors are on a trip out into the literal wilderness on a spiritual journey, backpacking through the woods with several church members. Uh, So just by way of introduction, uh, my name's Justin Nickel, and I'm a Lutheran pastor, and I teach at the Lutheran Seminary in town. And uh, my wife, Mary, and I and our two small kids have been attending downtown church for a couple years. Uh, We're honored to be leading worship with you this morning. Friends, hear God's word as it comes to us this morning from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There is a whole industry of workers out there whose job it is to understand stuff. Some of them also work to help others understand stuff. I'm thinking of journalists and writers and podcasters, news anchors, teachers. I happen to be a member of this group. I am a PhD student. And so I am more or less a professional understander. So frankly, I find this proverb a little hard to swallow because I love relying on my own insight, my own understanding. It's what I do. In fact, it's, it's what I've done for a long time. I, this fall, I am going into, I kid you not, the 28th grade. <laughs> understanding things is kind of my thing. Here's an example. This sermon is largely going to be about understanding Because while the translation we read this morning, the NRSV, uses the word insight in verse 5, the Hebrew word it interprets is probably better translated as understanding. See? It's understanding. It's, It's what I do. I can't help myself. 
But I also know that there's a shadow side to all of that research, at least for me. Sometimes I suspect that one of the reasons I like to learn about things is because I have this sense that by learning about something, I can get a hold of it. By learning about a thing, I can get control. I don't think you have to be an academic to feel this way. I recently shared with my home group uh, my insatiable desire to research, well, everything. And I had a few fellow members um, share similar inclinations, that desire to know everything about something and thereby acquire control. There's a ton of different ways that this impulse appears. Maybe it happens when you're shopping. Look, I'm a mom, and so I know that it's important to know if that pacifier really works or if those diapers are actually just going to leak. But there's, you know, other shopping that's important, too. I, um, it could be anything. Someone in that home group conversation told me that they spent literally hours researching birdseed to figure out the kind of birdseed that would attract birds and not just squirrels. Perhaps you find yourself researching when you're planning for a trip. You want to make sure that the hotel that you're staying at has a hot tub or that the rental car isn't going to send you out with a lemon. Some of you might be a history junkie. You uh, find yourselves addicted to podcasts like Throughline and More Perfect, or you find yourself voraciously reading through all of the nonfiction you can get your hands on. For me, the time that I have most compulsively researched was when I was pregnant with our first son. I think I spent nine hours one day, Justin can attest to this, uh, researching strollers. I wanted to be positive that whatever we got would be absolutely perfect for our son and for us. And then I read about a dozen books about all sorts of things kid-related, how to eat well while pregnant, how to nurse, how to sleep train, how to appropriately discipline toddlers, etc., etc., etc. I think I thought that if I could learn everything there was to know about parenting before I became a parent, that it would somehow make my experience easier or better. Again, understanding became a means of control. If I understand it, I can control it. If you understand it, you can control it. Let's just say that that's not how things worked out. Of course, you might have guessed that books just can't pre prepare you for the experience of parenting. But we learn this lesson even more intensely than we ever could have imagined. That's because after our son was born in the summer of 2018, he repeatedly failed to reach important developmental milestones. I was beside myself, as you could imagine, because I just couldn't understand what was happening. When he was first born, he was never able to nurse, and none of the lactation consultants we hired could help us figure out what was going on. But then he didn't learn how to sit either or eat solid foods. It was helpful when around age one, doctors diagnosed him with a condition called hypotonia, which means that his brain and his muscles just don't communicate with one another very well. It makes, him hard, it, makes it hard for him to learn um, milestones. Given that I am a professional understander, you can imagine the unending research that I did into what hypotonia is. Well, all of my reading up on hypotonia made it possible for me to help Max 
to grow and learn as best he could, it never gave me control over his condition. Where most kids take their first steps around age one, Max didn't walk until he was two and a half. He's nearly four now, and he's only really now started to talk in the last few months. And that's complicated his ability to engage with others and to make friends. And no matter what I learn about his condition, I can't make it go away. Instead, I've had to face the difference between two different kinds of understanding. The kind that understands what's going on, and the kind that understands why. I've had to face the fact that even as I understand how hypotonia works, I have no clue why. I will never understand why my sweet son would have to struggle with that condition. No book, no expert, no podcast will ever be able to spell out why. Let me add here that at least in my life, there are a lot of things just like this. Even as I understand what is going on with this heat wave in our country, I just don't understand why. I understand what is happening with polarization in our country. It's a subject of my research. But I just cannot understand why. And because of my academic training, I understand all too well what is going on with racial violence in our country. But I just will never understand why. If you're like me, failing to have the answer to these why questions can undermine your confidence in God and God's grace. But God is telling us here in the book of Proverbs that it is okay to not understand these things. In fact, it might be better for us to stop pretending like we can comprehend it all, that we've got it all figured out, that we can build our faith lives upon those things that we understand especially when our desire to understand is just another symptom of our desire to be in control. It would be a very good thing for us to get more comfortable with not understanding. Now, I should be clear. It's not as if this proverb is telling us that there's no need for us to try to understand who God is and what God is up to. My husband, Justin, who you uh, met earlier this morning, is a seminary professor, and it's basically his job to work hard, to understand who God is and what God is doing, and to help others to do the same. I'm grateful for the work that people like him do. It is a blessed thing, indeed, to spend time in Bible study and in prayer, learning about God. And I encourage all of us to prioritize that time spent reaching out to God in those ways. But the fact remains that while God does sometimes grace us with understanding, that is not the only form that grace takes. In fact, I think oftentimes it's precisely when we don't understand that God shares his grace with us. I don't and probably never will understand why my son has had to struggle with hypotonia. But I can tell you that it has been right there at that most troubling spot that we have experienced God's grace. It's come in the form of daycare teachers and Sunday school teachers here who love Max exactly as he is and shape him and teach him about how much God loves him exactly as he is. It's come in the form of new dear friends here at Downtown Church 
who welcome Max into their lives with open arms, not troubled by his mostly indistinguishable words, but instead excited to share their gifts with him. And God's grace has come to me and perhaps to some of you too in the form of Max, this resilient, brilliant, lovable little kid who treats the world as if it's a wondrous miracle. What a shame it would be if I, in my desire to understand and control, missed out on the grace that comes in the form of such love and joy. What a loss for all of us if by relying on our own understanding of the world, we miss out on the miracles, the mysteries, the grace that exceeds our understanding. Hear this good news, friends. We don't understand it all. And we certainly can't control it all, but thank God for that. Because the good news is that even when we don't understand, we can trust in God and in God's will for good things for us. In fact, it's often right there in those moments when we don't understand what is going on or why that God shows up inviting us to trust, to acknowledge him as the proverb says to be still, and to know that God is God. May we open our hearts to receive that grace, and may we dare to be the means by which others experience that grace too. Amen. of us to find the kind of patience that will trust the slow steady work of God beneath the surface every moment working for our good cause under all the snow is something
God has promised to hear our prayers. Trusting in that promise, we turn to God to pray for the church, the world, and everyone according to his or her need. Holy and gracious Father, you have promised that Christ's church will prevail over all manner of sin, hatred, fear, and indifference. Keep your church firm in its confession and hopeful in its future. Holy and gracious God, 
Our world is rife with division, fear, and trouble. And yet you tell us that you have already overcome all of this. Make us to be ambassadors of your peace and proclaimers of your love. Give us patience, understanding, and goodwill towards all whom we meet, especially those with whom we feel we have no common ground. Holy and gracious God, you bind up the wounded and ease the burdens of the brokenhearted. We pray that you would be with anyone who suffers this day in body or spirit. We ask that they would know your peace, which surpasses all understanding. And now we take time to name aloud or silently our loved ones who labor under heavy burdens. Holy and gracious God, we ask that you receive these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please join me in saying the prayer that our Savior taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I would invite you to stand for the affirmation of faith. As the Spirit moves you, I would invite you to say these words. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Sometimes I'm up and sometimes I'm down Coming for to carry me home But still my soul feels heavenly bound Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet chariot Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet chariot Coming for to carry me home The brightest day that I can say Coming for to carry me home When Jesus washed my sin away Coming for to carry me Friends, don't rely on your own understanding. You don't need to. Just trust God. Because God's love for you is bigger than you could ever understand. May you go from here in the confidence of God's grace and in the eagerness to share those gifts with those who come across your path. Go in peace. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.